0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report.
0: See, so, so so see it, senor. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound kicking off a brand new week pregnant with possibilities. This could be the best week of your life. Yes! Or it could all come apart. Oh. Everything you'd built and planned torn down in an instant. What? And today, <laughs> <laughs> we're under the tutelage of our general manager,
1: Yevgeny precaution. No wait, Putin. No wait, Prigozhin. Nope, Putin. Wait and see. Bada, how y'all doing? Ain't had a coup against me lately, so pretty good, I guess.
0: I have my children. My children oh. tried pulled off a coup last night and forced me to take them to a movie. Marched on the kitchen. <laughs> Took them to a movie much too late on a work night. Anyway, big finish. The number is 5,889. That's how many nuclear warheads Russia has, the most of any country in the world. And Saturday night, it looked like that by this morning, it was completely up in the air as to who was going to be in control of those nuclear warheads. Then suddenly it looked like Putin was going to stay in control, at least for now. Um, here's the funniest thing. I just came across this just moments ago. I don't know if you've seen this. So, neither Putin or Prigozhin have been seen. Putin hasn't been seen since he spoke Saturday night. Nobody actually knows where he is. He's not in Moscow because he fled, like, using Prigozhin's words, a little bitch. Oh, but, um, strong stuff. Yeah, and I don't want to approve. But it's like uh, talking to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Sinities <laughs> everywhere. And everyone knows it. So, Putin hasn't been seen since Saturday. Prigozhin hasn't been seen since he... Unexpl- inexplicably halted his advance on the Capitol and turned around. Nobody's heard from him. This is actually out from Prigozhin's press office in the last hour. Pergosian says hi to everyone and will answer questions when he has good cell phone reception. Huh. <laughs> so that's wow. what's holding him back from, you know, letting the world know where he is. He just, I just got a bad cell phone. Uh, uh, yeah. So, you know, otherwise I would let Putin know where I am so he can come kill me the uh, official government agencies from russia put out the story just a little bit ago that the investigation is back on of prigozhin wow so okay wow so many questions yeah i'd say the russian state news agency task criminal investigation into prigozhin remains open so putin had denounced that, that was closed all's well that ends well no hard feelings well that was kind of weird that was weird wasn't it and uh, everything's fine. not clear Which-
1: at all what the deal was that Prigozhin took. I mean, the, the broad outlines of it just leave way too many blank spots or redacted. Right. So now this.
0: So what's your take?
1: <sighs> My take is I can't add up what I know and get the result that seems to be. There were behind-the-scenes uh, negotiations, promises, threats, vows that I can only guess at. Because to have the momentum Prigozhin and his boys did, and if you're not familiar with the story, on Saturday, uh, Prigozhin said, I've had enough of uh, the Russian military in this stupid war, and now they're bombing our guys, uh, we're taking over. And they took over a major city in the south of uh, of Russia, Effort- a major military city. Effortlessly. Right exactly and there was not a well there was virtually not a single Russian soldier, policeman, citizen who who would resist them. Everybody said, "Hey, welcome. How you guys doing? Welcome to town. Good to see you." Cheered cheered. And so then they said, "All right, now we're going all the way to Moscow." And they headed for Moscow and wasn't a single cop, soldier or farmer who would stand in their way either. Then all of a sudden Prigozhin announced, ah, "Never mind. Uh, maybe I'll go to Belarus." Uh, with my guys,
0: <laughs> and it was just over. And the president of Belarus has always been portrayed as a puppet of Putin. Absolutely. So yeah, how he ends state. up a power broker in this doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: No, I, I don't really buy that. No, well, nobody does or should. I mean, he knows both guys really well, Putin and and uh, and what's his face. Um, so, but but. It's possible he was the guy in the middle as they negotiated. But the idea that he stepped forward as a statesman and, and, and brokered a ceasefire is just ridiculous. He's a puppet. So I don't know. I am, I am so mystified by this. Where's Prigozhin?
0: Is he in Africa? He ain't in Belarus, that's, surely. That's possible. I, I don't know why he would go to Belarus. He couldn't eat anything ever. You're
1: going to get poisoned. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So odd. Now, oh, now, the only option is that uh, Fragosian said to the pooter, did you see what we did and how easily we did it? My guys are ready to do it again. I'm going to pull my guys from Africa, and we are going to take the Kremlin, you little biatch. Unless you assure me of this, that, and the other. And Putin said, okay, deal.
0: I can't even imagine why he and turned And prigozhin
1: has got to have his food tasted and stay away from windows for the rest of his uh, probably fairly short life.
0: Right. Although As,
1: he is surrounded by some of
0: the gooniest goons on earth. Right. Um, it was something. It was evident how serious Putin was taking it. If you saw in the videos of them tearing up the highways, blowing up their own bridges surrounding Moscow, tearing up the highways, yeah. blowing up bridges. I mean that's something when you when you when you're doing that you you're taking it seriously that a whole bunch of tanks and uh, soldiers are coming your way to take you out and um, it's impossible to know where it goes from here. The one uh, as Ian Bremer tweeted that uh, this isn't over. It's not even close to over. So oh, I, no. the the portrayal on a lot of the news shows yesterday and they brokered a deal. So well, what? You're you're buying that, are you? Come on! No, those puzzle pieces do not fit. One of those guys has to die. Still, right. like maybe today. Certainly ain't gonna be very long. One of them's going out. Putin or Prigozhin. One of them's going to be dead or in a, in an ugly prison with a fake trial and then dead um, uh, soon. Has this always existed? Several people uh, in my
1: real life, not to mention scads online, with the immediate. Nah, this is all set up. Putin set all this up. Mm. Uh, The immediate, "Ah, I can see the conspiracy behind the blah, blah, blah. And I had to tell people, no, Putin has been horribly weakened politically for the rest of his probably not terribly long life. This is a horrible episode for Putin and his control of Russia.
0: Horrible. It's got to be good for the war in Ukraine. I mean, how could it not to have your enemy this distracted? And well,
1: and its most potent fighting force now, either on the sideline or the Wagner guys get to sign contracts with no the Russian way. military and become, you know, abused, underfed, under-equipped uh, Russian soldiers. Oh, wouldn't that be delightful?
0: So they brought down, the Progosian soldiers brought down three or four Russian helicopters, killed 20 to 40 guys, and they're just going to be forgiven and welcomed into the troops? It just seems unlikely. All is well that ends well, as I said. Yeah. Um... Uh, I, I fascinating to follow I can't imagine remember the last time I found anything as interesting as following this on Saturday evening on Twitter. God, I wish this had been existed during all world shaking events throughout history. Following it on Twitter was just amazing. You could watch yeah. videos moments after it happened on the other side of the world with the best reporting that exists from a hundred different people available at your fingertips. Fascinating stuff.
1: Well, and, and I, did you check out the Twitter Spaces link I sent to you? Mm-hmm. It, it was an assembly of, of experts and journalists uh, from around the globe, all in one Twitter space, uh, phoning in updates. And uh, my sources on the ground in Moscow say this. I've got people in uh, Rostov um, telling me this. All right. They appear to be moving. They've reached milepost mile in real time. It was unbelievable. Really cool.
0: Um before I start the show officially the only thing i can think is that he turned around that even with the cheering civilians and everything like that that he was shocked that a bunch of the big powerful people around putin didn't immediately join his side that the the the, the uh, that all the oligarchs didn't immediately flip over to him and he's like wait a second who's with me ah! and then nobody followed him the, the, the most powerful people in the country didn't, and he thought they would. That's the only thing I can think. But you're a dead man walking, as many people have, have said. It's not You don't get to attempt to assassinate the king and then say, ah, I thought you'd all be on my side. Well, then, never mind. I'll go back home. It doesn't right. work that way. And he's no right. dummy. He's the guy who murders people with the sledgehammer, remember? Well, at the same time,
1: when the threat was mounting on Saturday, whatever time of day it was, uh, virtually nobody was leaping forward to say, I'm with Putin. Right. Everybody's like, "Yeah, why don't we wait and see what happens? This is interesting, isn't it?
0: <laughs> right. Uh, no guarantee at all that Pergosian would be better on the world stage than Putin. In fact, probably more likely not. So it's hard to root for him, although I'd love to see Putin hanging from his heels in the middle of... Moscow, that'd be awesome, but Prigozian's no cup of tea either. No, no indeed. In this Ugly. case, the uh, as I've seen many people point out also, the in this case, the enemy of my enemy is my enemy. They're all enemies. They're all bad people. They should all die. It'd be awesome if they shot each other and both fell over dead, like the end of Reservoir Dogs, something like that. Spoiler alert. Um, let's, <laughs> let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Monday, June 26th, the year 2023. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
1: Staging a coup against the liars in the mainstream media. Here we go. The show begins at mark an uneasy calm settled on Moscow Life in Rostov also returned to normal Putin's hold on power survived battered and bruised, but not all may be forgiven In a 2018 interview Putin told a state TV reporter. There's one thing
0: he can never forgive betrayal he said well, as I mentioned, the uh, TASS News Agency the in- says the investigation is back open. So what's going on there? That's funny. A promise from Putin can't be relied on. Well, as soon that, as Pregosian gets some decent cell phone service, as soon as he gets three bars on his phone, he'll call in and we'll know what's going on. Uh, how, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's a fine start to the week. Awesome. we got so much to talk about. There's a new poll out that everybody's talking about. It seems uh, Trump has gone up since uh, all this went down. Um, uh, And a bunch of other stuff. Hope you can stay with us. Text line 415-295-KFTC.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-QX80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)
3: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver. The Armstrong and Getty
0: Show. Plenty more on the attempted coup or whatever it was in Russia. Also, was Friday afternoon the moment that the Biden crime family story went legit? As it got pretty interesting in the press room and mainstream media jumped on board. And we'll read that transcript and get into some of that coming up next segment. It's darned interesting. God save the
1: queen, man. Ah, That's a good point. My only quibble is uh, it's been legit. It's always been legit. Now the lefties who are desperate to delegitimize it are forced to admit it. Poor, poor wording. Legit in the eyes of the mainstream media. Indeed, which is illegitimate to me. So it's legitimately legitimate now. Gotcha. And legitimately so. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Matt Taibbi wrote a brilliant essay the other day about the elite's desire to control speech. I need to edit it. It's lengthy. I want to share it with you later, but it reminded me of one of my all-time faves. You've heard it before from George Washington, if you need him. If the freedom of speech is taken taken away, then dumb and silent, we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. Ow! Yeah. That hurts. You want to be led like a sheep to the slaughter? I don't. Well, then go along with limiting your speech, huh? Mailbag. You can speech at, speechify at us freely via email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com if you like. Oops, that's the wrong one. Here it is. Thank you, Right Side. As a busy person with ADHD and poor time management skills, I don't have the time nor inclination to weed through the minutiae that is politics today. Listen to your uh, your broadcast, Bubba. He's in Houston. Okay, great. Uh, Your synopsis of the House Durham hearings was so damned good. Wow, I got everything I needed to know while washing clothes in the middle of the night. The info and sound bites were concise and to the point, and I thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thanks for taking a minute to to write such a lovely note. Washing clothes in the middle of the night. I don't know about him, but I feel like my whole half my life is laundry. That's what I feel like. I kind of like
1: this from Teresa in uh, North Carolina. So, uh, guys, I was working out, humble brag, and it finally occurred to me why academia <laughs> has such a hard time saying men are stronger than women. In their world, it's not true. Have you seen these guys? They're physically the same as the women. They can't beat them. Wow. They have no idea that in the real world, men are athletically stronger, faster, and bigger than women. They just need to get out of their bubble.
0: Did you see that chart that came out yesterday? We can read from it of every single race that exists world record-wise for the most elite women, they would lose to the top high school boy in the United States. Every single race. And it lists like 50 races. Right. Yeah. There is no reasonable
1: argument in favor of biological males competing in women's sports. None. Hmm. Uh, Yes, uh, thank you, Ed. We uh, got the video of the grown man twerking in front of children in the so-called Pride Parade. Uh, Here's another uh, video of uh, Wagner soldiers buying vodka before the march north toward Moscow. Actually standing in a convenience store line uh, to buy bottles of vodka. And then this I really like from JT. What does being a girl even mean to a six-year-old? I have three daughters. When they were preschool age, they enjoyed things that were typically presented as little girl things. Pinks, purples, princess stuff, glitter, dressing up, etc. We've had many playdates with both girls and boys from the same preschool classes. Almost invariably, both the girls and boys would be drawn to the princess outfits that were part of the playthings. I can uh, totally see why. The gowns are super fancy, colorful, had the air of fancy grown-up stuff straight from Disney movies. It didn't mean the boys were gay or trans. It just looked like something fun. My point is that Gender and sex to a four-year-old or a six-year-old or a 10-year-old is not at all what adults think of as gender and sex. To a six-year-old boy, a girl is somebody who gets dressed to dress up in super fancy gowns or etc. That's what a six-year-old boy thinks when they think of being a girl. I wish we had more time, but the evil Marxist queer theory bastards want to take the child's understanding of what gender means and conflate it with the grown-up's understanding of what gender and sex means. They need to stop.
0: The Hunter Biden-Biden crime family story went mainstream on Friday. Is that a fair way to put it?
1: Absolutely, and it yes. May s- it is now uh, I- impossible to ignore. And it. and
0: it may stay mainstream. And if you don't know about it, you should stay tuned. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty
4: On Demand.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
2: The Armstrong and Getty
3: Show. Not a reasonable question to ask for the President of the United States who's involved, as this message seems to suggest in some sort of uh, coercive conversation
0: for business dealing by a son. Is that something, if he wasn't, then maybe you should tell us. So that.
3: here's the thing, I, and I appreciate the question. I believe my colleague uh, at the White House counsel uh, has answered this question already. No. Yes or no? Was the president no. involved in this? Good just, enough,
0: Michael. Uh, no, he did not answer it, and that is good enough. We could, we could play more of that, but I think it'll be confusing for you. So uh, we'll set it up. But for instance, that was the voice of Peter Baker. I recognize his voice because I see him on MSNBC all the time. He's one of your top political writers for the New York Times. When he's asking about the Hunter Biden scandal, things have changed. So let's lay out what happened on Friday, which uh, to me is when the Hunter Biden scandal went mainstream. A text message was just
1: released. before Biden called Prigozhin, said, hey, can you stage a coup to cover up for
0: you know this I, obvious uh, I, I, scandal? I've, I've seen that speculation. Really? If, wow. if you believe the <laughs> president of the United States has that kind of power. I wouldn't be cowering under my desk all the time. Anyway, so the uh, House Ways and Means Committee released a text on Thursday that became the subject of a conversation uh, among the media in the White House press room on Friday, and it's about that whole investigation into Hunter's laptop, emails and information on there about money changing hands... Why did it come through Hunter Biden and where did it go to and was the president involved in all that stuff that we've been talking about for a long time? The text is darned interesting, though, which we're about to read to you. The um, tax agents, the whistleblowers that have come forward, as we have told you, have alleged a cover up by the Biden Justice Department officials uh, in, in stopping the investigation into the president's role in all this sort of stuff. But. Um, and it's worth pointing out. So the the first questioner was James Rosen of Newsmax, but it goes into more of the mainstream or left leading journalists. After that, but as he points out, there has been no challenge to the validity of this text that was read out. So no nobody on Hunter's side or any side is coming out and saying no, that's not true. I think that's very important to all this.
1: No. Notably, there was an attorney that threw out a word blizzard that was not a denial, but a very lawyerly attempt to sound like one. So, yeah, nobody's disputing it.
0: James Rosen read the full text message to first John Kirby, who was there in the White House press room. The House Ways and Means Committee yesterday released documents. their authenticity nowhere challenged that included a 2017 July WhatsApp message. Sent by Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao, a Chinese Communist Party official, which said in full listen to this if you haven't heard it. I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Wow. That's a heck of a thing. And
1: it all has to do with the multi-million dollar Chinese energy deal.
0: That's a heck of a thing to say. I mean, that's some really like poly Walnuts Sopranos low-brow strong arming right there and my yeah. ability to hold a grudge forever Pay up Rosen asked Kirby if the message undermines the president's claim during the 2020 campaign and the reaffirmations of that claim by his two press secretaries since that they, he was never that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with him no said Kirby and I'm not going to comment further on this okay when pressed, Kirby said, let me save you some breath. I'm just not going to address this issue from this podium. I'm just not going to do it. Why not? A journalist shouted as Kirby abruptly exited the briefing room and relinquished the podium to Jean-Pierre. So now she's going to be up there because she's so deft at handling these things, as we've all learned over the years. Um, Peter Baker of the New York Times then says, first thing, Kirby wouldn't answer James question. Are you going to answer the question? I I don't know how closely you'd follow this sort of stuff, but Peter Baker of the New York Times picking up on this thread first thing is a major change in this. Sure. Major change in this. Um, It is not unreasonable, said Peter Baker, to question, to ask whether the president of the United States was involved, involved, as this message seems to suggest, in some sort of a course of conversation for business dealings by his son. If he wasn't, then maybe you should tell us, he added. Jean-Pierre claimed that White House Counsel's office spokesman, Ian Sam's, had addressed the matter, though journalists were unable to immediately locate Sam's response to the text message. I believe my colleague at the White House Counsel has answered this question already, has dealt with this, has made it very clear. I just don't have anything to share outside of what my colleagues have shared, and so I would refer you to him and the DOJ. Daily Carler reporter Diana Giova pressed, Sam's hasn't said anything about the text message specifically. When Jean-Pierre repeated her answer, saying Sam's, Sam's has dealt with this. A reporter for the New York Post pressed further, yes or no, was the president involved in the shakedown attempt? I just answered the question. It's not up to you how I answer the question, Jean-Pierre snapped. She's so bad. Then CBS News followed up with, can you just remind us of what your colleague said? Jean-Pierre refused to say, responding, I would refer you to them and they will share their statement with all of you. Then Rosen got back in and interjected, My question is about your statements from that podium. You've stated that the president stands by his comment from the 2020 campaign that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with his son, and you stood at that podium and reaffirmed that. Do you stand by your reaffirmation? What I will say is nothing has changed, nothing has changed, she answered. The New York Post pressed, There's evidence that the first son was at the president's home and that the president was there two days prior. Jean-Pierre deflected, I'm calling on your colleague right now. So she calls on someone else, and then that person um, jumps in with a follow-up question. Jiang, who the press secretary was calling on, took up the line of questioning, saying, to follow up on my colleague, was the president there or not? I mean, that's some old-fashioned it's feeding frenzy. press room working together, trying to get an answer that they did right. during Trump, but they haven't been doing during Biden at all. So Jean-Pierre is so used to being able to deflect and say, um, I'm calling on someone else. I answered your question. I'm calling him someone else. And the someone she calls on says, answer my colleague's question. Yes or no? That's
1: awesome. Well, as biased as these people are, thank goodness they have a shred of self-respect. They don't appreciate being lied to. Yeah, my colleague is. Uh, I'll put out a memo
0: on that. Yeah, I've seen the memo. It doesn't address that. Don't play me for the fool. So to follow up on my question, was the president there or not? Jean-Pierre said, I would refer you to my colleague at the White House Council. They have addressed this, and I would refer you to them. NBC reporter, now NBC's getting in on it, tried a slightly different approach, asking Jean-Pierre if she had asked President Biden about whether he was there with his son on July 30th. This is not a conversation I've had with the president. Again, I would refer you to the White House Council. Sams, the much-cited spokesman for the council's office, did not directly address the text message in a subsequent statement. As we've said many times before, the president was not in business with his son. Uh, Sam said sidestepping the central questions raised by the text message about whether Biden was indeed with his son on the date in question and whether he spoke with his son about the message. Now, Mark Halperin in his newsletter thought it was a major deal that it's changed from the president never has discussed business with his son to was not in business with his son. Oh, he doesn't think that was an accident that a lawyerly person changed that language.
1: That's the chief counsel for the White House counsel? Oh, the spokesman for the White House counsel's office. Yeah, he does not throw words around accidentally.
0: No, and he's the go-to person on this. He's right. now saying, I've said many times before, the president was not in business with his son. That is not what they've said in the past. They've said the president has never had any conversations with his son about his business dealings. So I think that's a change. Uh, Hunter Biden's attorney did not dispute the authenticity of the text message. And I think this has gone I think this has gone big when NBC, CBS, the New York Times, and others are following up questions and feeling like they're being lied to, which they obviously are, or at least being not, you know, being stonewalled at the very least. Yeah. This story yeah. is a long way from over. Some of the uh, particulars of the
1: money and the timeline coming up in a moment or two, right after a quick word from our friends at HelloFresh. So many fun things to do this summer. Do those fun things and leave meal time to HelloFresh. They deliver mouthwatering chef-crafted recipes to your door so you can spend your summer doing whatever you
0: want. Farm-to-doorstep quality in every HelloFresh box. Seasonal ingredients picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to your house in less than seven days for ultimate freshness and if you're stuck in a recipe rut you'll always find meals everyone at the table will enjoy 40 changing recipes to choose from each week HelloFresh takes the work out of eating well and helps you
1: reach your goals with their new Fresh and Fit Summer Menu, featuring calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options, vegan dinners too if you're into that thing, or if you just want to eat hearty. Oh yeah, they can help you out. Sign up today for 16 free meals plus free shipping with the code Armstrong 16 at hellofresh.com/Armstrong16. Again, the code is Armstrong 16 at hellofresh.com/Armstrong16.
0: Well, it would s- it seemed to me that th- the question. Was it still a question for anybody? I guess it was for mainstream media. The question of whether or not Hunter Biden was trading on his dad's name—that's not even a question anymore, right? That 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 shouldn't even be a discussion anymore. Joe Biden rarely hear
1: it admitted, but uh, yeah, Joe Biden's
0: son, who is a full-on grown-up, was strong-arming people using his name to make money. I mean, so that's not even in doubt anymore. They're not even challenging that. Now, most of the pundits that I like don't believe that Joe Biden was actually sitting right next to him at that time. That would be, I mean, that would be too much. <laughs> Joe Biden to be sitting next to his son while his son says, he's sitting right next to me right now. I find that hard to
1: believe. It's a little dramatic. But, uh, but, I mean, they're together in, in, Bi- in Joe Biden's house. Why Why do you think it's so unlikely?
0: Reasonable question to ask, you know, since they were, it's known based on the timelines that they were in the house at the same time. I just think it's, I just, th- that's going too far. In a lifetime, a plausible de- deniability, if he is involved in, uh, you know, making his family money, to actually be right there on the phone and letting his son say stuff like that, I don't know. That seems
1: well, like he wasn't it. on the phone. Uh, they were sitting there on the couch. Oh,
0: well, right, but next to him think, while his son's on the yeah. phone, letting his son say that, Ah, that seems like that seems like getting too far away from your plausible deniability.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, now I see your point, uh, just that, uh, hey, Dad, I'm going to threaten him that uh, you're with me and that, that you're going to help me uh, beat him up, in essence, <laughs> right. although... Um, Uh, You know, metaphorically speaking. Now, Hunter's, uh, or the Biden family attorney, who is that? It was Hunter's attorney, said, you know, uh, during my client's days of terrible harrowing addiction, uh, things were sad. Uh, Feelings were hurt. Uh, He was a junkie, you see. So that's going to be
0: the dodge. I thought he was just a crackhead. Did I say heroin? Yeah, don't don't be disparaging his drug use. He's a crackhead. Come on. Well, accuracy
1: is my hallmark, and all I can do is apologize. But anyway, so whether somebody was sitting next to uh, him on the couch or not, um, I've long believed that Biden's in on the scam. And the money that we're going to talk about, remember, it flowed to many, many different LLCs uh, that Biden family members uh, run. Anyway, so that, that text was on the last day of July 2017. Zhao is the chairman of <clears throat> excuse me, Harvest Fund Management, key player in both of the Biden family's major vent- ventures in China, the partially state-owned investment fund to BHR Partners and the government-linked Chinese energy company, CEFC. So the last day of July, that was the text message. Four days later, CEFC sent $100,000 to Hunter's law firm less than a week after the message. Uh, four days after that, CEFC wired $5 million to the firm Hudson West 3, uh, according to a 2020 report by the Republican-led Senate committee. That entity, in turn, paid $4.8 million out of that $5 million to Hunter's law firm over the following 13 months as consulting fees.
0: Man, that whole, the guy sitting next to me and my ability to hold a grudge forever is some low-rent stuff. I mean, what are you, breaking arms of uh, shop owners on the corner? I'm going to make it hard
1: for you. He's going to withhold aid until you fire who we say to fire. Now, years earlier, that harvest fund that I mentioned collaborated with Hunter's firm Rosemont Seneca Partners to launch a big new investment firm. That was less than two weeks after Hunter was aboard Air Force Two with his dad for the official trip to Beijing. During that trip, Hunter introduced Joe Biden to BHR CEO Jonathan Lee. Joe Biden later wrote college recommendation letters for Lee's children.
0: So I'm I'm not a believer that Joe Biden is knowingly involved in this. You are. You are. Wow. He's
1: covered with blood. He's got two knives in his hand. He's screaming, I did it. I did it. And Jack will not follow the trail of the facts. Oh,
0: interesting what's the big deal? We got an interesting text about that, and a bunch of other stuff, too, and you can text us anytime, 415-295-KFTC.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So, just a few things to talk about today. I mean... Coup in the country with the biggest nuclear arsenal in the entire world. Which is probably not over. The president involved in a crime family scandal that erupted on Friday and, you know, a few other things. Weird economy. Trump is up by 50 points in a new poll. 30 points, I'm sorry. 50 is an exaggeration. 30 is incredible,
1: but... A new law was apparently passed while I was asleep that for one month a year you can show your
0: genitals in public on the street. Right. Yeah, we got into that on the Twitter yesterday. You should follow our Twitter. It's really good. But uh, if you haven't seen the videos of of guys at pride parades around the country showing their penises to children, it's just I, I don't even know what you say about a culture that does that. I don't know what you say about parents who bring their kids to see it either, or well, even if you went and you didn't know it was going to be, and then you get there and you don't, but then you don't turn around and leave. And people so weak-minded, they've they haven't
1: caught on that gay rights has morphed into anything goes and transgender madness and sexualizing children. You haven't noticed that transition?
0: Yeah. So uh, we'll get to some of that coming up. Like I said. Not much to talk about on a Monday. Went to a movie last night. Uh, another poor parenting move. I, I seem to be stacking <laughs> poor parenting moves, mostly around eating, which included going to the meeting, the movie, uh, the new Spider-Man movie, which my son is going nice. to write. A, my son wants to write a letter to Marvel and complain, my 11-year-old. So oh. I'll get to that in a second. But here's here's the modern world for you, in case you don't know. We went to a, um, a Jack's Urban Eats. That's a chain around the country, right? And uh, I think it is. Anyway, mm kind of just regular meal tried to keep it on the down low didn't get drinks drank water and everything like that cost 50 bucks went to the movie bought tickets cost 50 bucks got popcorn and sodas cost almost 40 bucks so i'm into it for a hundred and forty dollars for a cheap meal in a movie for me and two kids wow how do people afford this that's incredible just incredible. People are cutting back. They have to. Boy, they don't seem to be. Anyway, I still haven't wrapped my head around new prices. I'm shocked every time I get rung up for anything. The Popcorn and pop cost me $40? What? Wow. Anyway, we went to the new Spider-Verse movie, which is a sequel. The history of sequels is not great, is it? And yet again, the sequel following falling well short of the first.
1: Is there a reason for that? Well, with your comic book stuff, is it a sequel or is it just like the next chapter? I don't, I don't know. I don't watch those movies much.
0: Uh, that's a good question. But the the original Spider Verse, which is a graphic novel, on uh, turned into a movie, it was absolutely amazing, and I just thought like was really, really incredible. And grown ups even ought to see it. This was ah oh, quite a step backwards. Way too much love story, just a whole bunch of different stuff. Anyway, it ended on a huge cliffhanger. Didn't resolve any of the major points that you just spent. Almost two and a half hours watching, which is too long for a kid's movie. Hour and a half is a kid's movie, not two and a half. But they didn't tie up any of the loose ends. They left them hanging, and my kids were so mad, especially my eleven year old, who wanted the address. He he said, Siri, what's the address for Marvel? And he got it on, he wrote it down <laughs> and he's gonna write him a letter today complaining. <laughs>
1: Wow, you want to you want to find
0: out what happens to the
1: characters? You got to spend another 100 bucks. We'll see you in a few months.
0: Next year. Yeah, exactly. If you miss an hour of this show, get the
4: podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring a performance by john Batisse. the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iheart radio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com don't miss it 2025 qx80 coming this summer
2: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere